You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. This is Andrew Erickson, and you're listening to Profiles in CRM. Welcome to Profiles in CRM, episode 30. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles in CRM asks CRM professionals eight simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education. Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. All right, so here's the first question on profiles. What is your name and who do you work for? My name is Andrew Erickson and I work for DigTech. That's right. Now, would you say, I don't usually ask this question, but would you say DigTech is the the best company you've ever worked not for, or the most excellent company? None of the. All right. So uh, I'll also say this: I don't usually do these, but we're in the same room right now, so it might sound a little echoey. Um, I don't don't usually get to be in the same room with people and do podcast interviews. With. Sure. All right. So the next question: uh, How long have you been working in CRM? I've been uh, working in CRM for uh, about ten years now. I did some volunteer projects before I got my first paid position. So I did that for, I don't know, two or three years, but um, paid work as a career, as it were, for about 10 years. <laughs> nice. So what is the position you usually have on CRM projects, and what's the highest position you've ever had? Um, usually I've been working as a crew chief, and that's the highest position I've had. Okay. And where have you worked? Like, what states have you worked in? I've worked all over the U.S. I've... Um, I don't have a list prepared, but I've worked in, I think, 28 different states across nice. the U.S., lots of traveling, mostly in the West, mm-hmm. uh, lots in Colorado and Utah and California, but yeah, all, all throughout the country. Nice. All right, so what is the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? And this can be personal, professional, wouldn't have happened if you weren't an archaeologist. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, that's a good question. <laughs> Besides uh, working for DigTech. Well, re- really, uh, <laughs> besides working for, for Chris Webster and DigTech, <laughs> no, getting to travel, that, that's one of the, the things I love most about our field is uh, you get to see parts of the country you wouldn't otherwise see. And that might also be one of the worst things that, that you get, you know, <laughs> is you, you find yourself in uh, little towns that you wouldn't otherwise be in and often living there for long periods of time. So um, I can look back on the past decade and I, for most of that time, I've kept a house or, or maintained a residence in Colorado, but um, I've, I've lived in 28 states, you know, three months at a, at mm-hmm. a stint. Nice. Yeah. And it's good because you, you get to, yeah, you, um, to, yeah, just to expand on that, you, you get to understand the country, you know, in a way you get to know um, the country, put your finger on the pulse of the country in a way that you, you wouldn't have otherwise have been able to do. It's a different perspective when you get out of your, your hometown or your home area yeah. and realize that people don't always all think the same. No, I think, and, you know, we, we do archaeology and I think largely because we love culture. And one of the cool things about our country is that there are so many microcultures that still exist Mm -hmm. and you when you travel you know and and when you're able to live in a place for three months you know at a time or six months at a time to and really get to know the place you you understand that Mm -hmm. yeah nice all right what is the biggest thing you would change that would make being a crm archaeologist better um 
Well, there, there's a couple things. Um, one of them would be research. I, I think that we we have we got into this field, or I got into this field because I I love the idea that we are able to extrapolate from the material culture of the past. That we're we're able to start to fig- get into the mind of people who lived long ago, and CRM doesn't do a very good job at that where we, we've done a very good job at gathering data um, but but then what you know what what do we do with this data and I think that's kind of where our, our industry has has fallen down on the job um, and and partly by design you know there there's a good served by by gathering that data but the there's a greater good that we could achieve that that we don't so mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's a good answer and again one i don't think i've heard exactly like that yet you know everybody has uh, their own opinions on this which is really good um so what is your career goal in crms the where do you see yourself in 20 years question oh, gee. <laughs> <laughs> well i got I, I don't know if i'll be in crm in, in 20 years i i think if um if if i if i were to be in in the field in another 20 years i would like to uh probably be running my own company mm-hmm. i'd be you know taking it in in uh direction that i you know where where i would be running the show but um i i also think in in many regards crm is a a young man's game mm-hmm. you know it's it's uh it's easy when you're in your 20s you know to be on the road all the time and maybe when you're in your early 30s but if you want some of the the other things you know that you get out of life like a girlfriend and kids <laughs> and and all of those other things are our industry doesn't really facilitate that right. so um yeah i i I love archaeology, you know, I, I love our profession, but CRM, I, I don't know if I see myself when I'm in my 50s, you know, living three months in a desert town and <laughs> do, doing this. Well, that is the one nice thing about archaeology is there's a hundred different directions you can go and still stay connected to archaeology. So right. That's what I like about it, too. You know, I... I couldn't see myself doing CRM in, in Jesus, even 10 or 15 years, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm 40 now, so... Yep. And you, you, you feel know, it in a different way than you did yeah. when you were 22. Exactly. You know, you get home from the field and it's it's not as, it's not as easy as it was. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we haven't hired the masseuse yet. But, <laughs> yeah, where, where are they? They're... Yeah. All right, so last question. If you could give an undergrad thinking about a career in CRM one piece of advice, what would that be? Oh, gee. <laughs> That's a good question. Um uh, be be aware of what you're getting into. De- definitely um, know what you're getting into. That you you will be spending a, a lot of time on the road. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be making a lot of money. Have um, a plan for the the things that our field doesn't deliver, such as healthcare. You know, um, a lot of those things. But I I really think the the thing that you you would want to keep in mind is that you are you you work for the resource and in our field we're we're often hired part-time by numerous companies 
and there's there's a lot of disappointment, you know, and you, you find yourself getting excited about a region or a project and then the project comes to an end and you know, you, you can you can start to feel kind of bitter about, you know, these these things ending. And also as as you do that, you're gonna find that um, different corporations, different companies have different agendas and they have a fidelity to the resource or not, you know. And you you need to as as an undergrad, as you enter the field, think that you work for the resource. You don't necessarily work for the company at the end of the day. And if you can keep that in mind, if you can always work hard to 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 do right by the resource, always always act ethically, you've done a good thing. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the Archaeology Podcast Network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page, you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. Interviews take less than 30 minutes and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the field. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.